Hello again, my name is Andrew Wetzel. Welcome to another real estate podcast. I'm a full-time agent with Long & Foster. I'm also a realtor, an associate broker, an ethics instructor, co-chair professional standards at Tri-County Suburban Realtors, and a mediator. I've been moving sellers and buyers since 1996. Thank you as always for taking the time to listen. Today's topic is multiple offers, two different opinions. Competition and multiple offers seems normal these days. Your opinion about them probably depends on whom you represent and your personal experiences. Multiple offers do not guarantee success for a seller, but they do make it harder for buyers and their agents. I recently heard two very different opinions about multiple offers. A buyer's agent, frustrated by losing yet another bidding war, told me that multiple offers are the result of pricing a property too low. I guess that makes some sense. Pricing it higher might reduce the amount of competition, but would that be best for the seller? Would that result in their seeing the highest and best possible offer? Who knows? There are a few things I think I can say in general. Competition tends to produce the highest and best offer, even if it's not what a seller wants. On the other hand, when there's only one offer, a seller may think that a better one will come later. They often do not. Looking at and comparing multiple offers can get tedious, especially if they seem repetitive. I've had several listing agents tell me that at some point, their sellers stop reviewing additional offers. Presumably, they had at least one offer that they found acceptable. But that concerns me. A buyer agent who shows a house and takes the time and effort to prepare an offer should be able to trust that their buyer's offer was presented and considered. We have forms to confirm that, but the bigger picture is that offers not presented may be better than what a seller accepts, and that those offers that appear uncompetitive may just be a starting point for a buyer who really likes a house. If you don't respond, you'll never know. Some agents actively encourage a flood of showings, hoping for multiple offers and a quick sale. There's nothing wrong with that, but it creates an environment that must be managed. What's the goal? I assume it's to shorten the marketing time and to get the highest and best offer that will appraise and close. The real dilemma may be knowing whether to accept an offer or question whether it will appraise. What if it doesn't? Having a pre-listing appraisal may help, but it may not be ideal, especially if the market's rising. While there is nothing wrong with multiple offers, I think it places some responsibility on everyone involved. Our clients must be advised of the advantages and the disadvantages. This particular agent was frustrated with writing offers that failed and having to start showings once again. Imagine being a buyer who loses your preferred or next home to competition especially if it happens again and again. We're in perhaps the best seller's market I've ever seen, and its major attribute, if you want to call it that, is that the number of buyers far exceeds the number of available properties. While this does not mean that every property will sell, unfortunately every buyer will not be able to get a house. Another agent posted on social media that a buyer's agent who writes offer after offer is not doing their job. I'd love to get these two agents in the same room. While I do agree that some agents do not adequately prepare their clients, 
both buyers and sellers, for what is likely to happen in this market, every buyer will not be able to buy a house. There's a supply problem. Buyers can adjust their needs and wants or pursue a house that's not selling. But will they? If multiple buyers want the same house, only one buyer will get to own it. Does that mean that every agent who represented an unsuccessful buyer failed to do their job? No, but it could. In a multiple offer situation, a buyer may want or need to make their highest and best offer rather than assuming they'll get a second chance. The goal, after all, is to get the house under contract. A buyer agent has to present what they're given, but the buyer decides the price in their terms. Doing the same thing over again is not a formula for success, but let's not assume that the buyer's agent did anything wrong. As always, thank you for taking the time to listen, and please remember, there's no time for inexperience, empty promises, or false expectations. Hire wisely. We are not all the same.